Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Listen carefully to a beautiful old poem. I am a vile, polluted lump of earth. So I've continued ever since my birth. Although Jehovah grace does daily give me, as sure this monster Satan will deceive me. Come, therefore, Lord, from Satan's claws relieve me. Wash me in thy blood, O Christ, and grace divine impart. Then search and try the corners of my heart, that I in all things may be fit to do service to thee and sing thy praises too. What you couldn't possibly have noticed without being forewarned is that this poem was an acrostic. The first letters of each line combined to form two words. In this case, they combined to give us the name of the poet, Isaac Watts. And what makes this poem even more notable is that it was written by Isaac Watts when he was six years old. You can find the poem in the pages of the book, Isaac Watts, His Life and Thought, written by Graham Bainan. Isaac Watts was born in Southampton, England in 1674. From his earliest days, Isaac knew the struggle of seeing his family persecuted for their faith. Twice in Isaac's childhood, his dad, Isaac, for whom he was named, was arrested and imprisoned for the crime of being a deacon in a nonconformist church. Everyone in England was required to participate in the Church of England. Those who held church services not approved by the Church of England were arrested and subject to prison. Young Isaac kept a journal of the events of his childhood, and in 1683, when he was nine, he wrote, My father persecuted and imprisoned for nonconformity six months. After that, forced to leave his family and live privately in London for two years. Surely the memories of the courageous example of his father and other believers in his life played some part in Isaac later writing, Am I a soldier of the cross, a follower of the Lamb? And shall I fear to own his cause, or blush to speak his name? Must I be carried to the skies on flowery beds of ease, while others fought to win the prize and sailed through bloody seas? As the acrostic poem you heard earlier demonstrates, Isaac Watts had a great love and talent for verse and rhyme when he was still very young. Once when his family was praying together, Isaac's dad noticed that his son's eyes weren't closed. When they finished praying, he asked him, Son, what were you looking at when you were supposed to be praying? Isaac said, A little mouse, for want of stairs, ran up a rope to say its prayers. When his father told him that he would have to spank him for his answer, Isaac said, Oh, father, father, pity take, and I will no more verses make. Isaac's parents were godly, loving people who raised their children to love the Lord. Isaac was the oldest of eight children, and his father was diligent to train them in the ways of God. Even though he was forced to be away from them, his letters to his family emphasized to them the importance of God's word in their lives, their need for salvation the importance of growing in their knowledge of God, and the role that worship must play in their lives. 
He also urged them not to be angry at God for the persecution they were enduring. Isaac put his faith in Christ for salvation when he was 15 years old. Because he was a nonconformist, he wasn't permitted to attend Cambridge or Oxford. So he became a student at the Dissenting Academy in an area of London called Stoke Newington. When he graduated, he became the pastor of Mark Lane Congregational Chapel. Isaac Watts authored a book on logic that would become a textbook at Cambridge, Oxford, Harvard, and Yale. He also wrote a book called A Guide to Prayer. Of course, Isaac Watts is best known to this day for his hymn writing, having written over 750 hymns, including Joy to the World, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross, Alas, and Did My Savior Bleed, We're Marching to Zion, and many others that are sung in churches around the world to this day. As Isaac Watts aged, he became known throughout the world as a pastor who had a passion for revival. He was a hero of pastors in New England in the early 1700s, regularly corresponding with many of them. When Jonathan Edwards wrote an article titled, A Faithful Narrative of the Surprising Work of God, describing the revival that had shaken his town of Northampton, Massachusetts in 1734, a revival that would spark the Great Awakening, the article eventually made its way across the ocean and into the hands of Isaac Watts, who responded by calling the revival, a strange and surprising work of God that we have not heard anything like since the Reformation, nor perhaps since the days of the Apostles. Isaac Watts' influence among believers was so great that his endorsement of the revival helped bring the attention of all churches to what God was doing in Northampton, Massachusetts. Isaac Watts died on November 25, 1748, at 74 years of age. He's buried at Bun Hill Fields Burial Ground, a cemetery where many other dissenters are buried, including John Owen and John Bunyan. Christian, using your gifts for God will have an immeasurable impact for His glory. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.